Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. From the Evening Standard, I'm David Marsland and this is The Leader. There's a face-off coming. Two rebellious opponents venturing into a new frontier of television news. It's GB News versus Talk TV and the twists are already coming. In the same week that Andrew Neil admitted he quit as GB chairman because he was in a minority of one over the channel's direction, Piers Morgan has announced he's signed up for Rupert Murdoch's rival, which is launching next year. Are we heading into a future of politicised television news? Are we already in it? Media commentator Ian Burrell is with me. And Ian, starting with Andrew Neil's comments, did he really not see this coming? Well, I think it's strange for somebody of, of Andrew Neil's experience that he seems surprised by this outcome because right from when this idea was first being kicked around, when the originators were looking for investment, the talk was that there was a gap for a right-wing channel. The fact that it's now moving very clearly in that direction with Nigel Farage as uh, its figurehead presenter uh, shouldn't really be a surprise. It seems to have caught Andrew Neil out, but this was how it was being talked about right from the outset. And as one man leaves, another enters. Piers Morgan is joining Talk TV after quite a long time of speculation about where he might end up, including thoughts he would go to GB News. He's joined up with Rupert Murdoch instead for Talk TV. We don't know very much about it, but it does look like it's going to be fighting for the same audience as GB News. Is this town big enough for the both of them? I mean, GB News's ratings aren't that high. Well, it was set up with this idea that there is an underserved audience which is ignored by the mainstream news broadcasters. But so far, that hasn't really been borne out in the viewing figures. So there's a big question mark as to whether this audience exists at all. And so what we're seeing now is this this pitch to, to the right. It, it almost uh, seems like desperate uh, measures very early on in its existence. Um, as it goes in search of uh, of an audience which might not be there at all. If that is the case, then it's interesting that Rupert Murdoch's moving into this area. I mean, we know that Talk TV has been through some changes already, even before it starts broadcasting. There were originally plans to run it as a, a traditional 24-hour news service, and then those have gone. Well, there's been this sense that Rupert Murdoch had moved away from the idea. He was originally consulted as a potential investor in in the GB News project, but decided to go 
his own way and explore the idea for himself. But he seemed to have walked away from the idea. The numbers didn't seem to add up. But in, in actual fact, you know, he was biding his time with classic Murdoch. He was looking on from afar as GB News launched. And it seems as if he's been inspired by not their success in finding an audience, but actually their failing, that he thinks they've got it wrong somehow and there's a better way to go about this. And that's what we're seeing with, with Talk TV which he's now launching into the market. And by hiring uh, somebody of the status of Piers Morgan, he's transforming what is basically a televised radio product, uh, which is the current um, talk radio TV, which is uh, a streaming service also on YouTube. And he's making that into something way more substantial. Piers Morgan will not be cheap. I've no idea how much he's being paid, but it will be a considerable amount of money. Is that a gamble if you look at the, the unproven audience that, the, of GB News? Uh, well, they've kind of hedged their bets a bit because what they're getting with Piers Morgan is is not just somebody for this UK talk TV audience. He's broadcasting across the uh, News Corp portfolio, so for Sky Australia and, and obviously for Fox Nation in the US. So this is not untypical of News Corp. They, they'll, they'll splash money on, on big names and then they get those uh, star names to appear across various brands within the organisation to, to maximise the value of the expenditure. And while we're talking about the battle between GB News and Talk TV, there is apparently a, a threat to Channel 4 News, which some people would consider one of the more liberal newsrooms in the country. Yeah, Channel 4 News is a place where there's a, a lot of anxiety right now. They've had a, a number of their top people, not least, of course, Jon Snow, the, the most recognisable figure at Channel 4 News for 32 years. He's leaving at the end of the year, but also behind the camera, they've lost lots of senior people, including the editor, Ben DePere, who's been a, a real talismanic uh, leader for them. At the same time, the whole of Channel 4 is at threat of privatisation. The government has consulted on that. There's a will among many senior Tories to put Channel 4 into commercial ownership which makes Channel 4 News vulnerable because news isn't a profitable genre within television. It doesn't attract advertising and any commercial owner may well be reluctant to putting an hour of news into prime time. And of course, you know, with a new editor after 10 years, there is also the inevitability uh, that there will be a shift in the programme's feel as somebody new comes in to make their mark on, on the show and probably a new presenter as well. So whatever it plays out as, uh, there's going to be turbulent times ahead for Channel 4 News and it's not surprising there's great anxiety within the newsroom right now. I'm wondering if there's turbulence across television news now. It's always been neutral in the United Kingdom. In fact, it's, a, it's an Ofcom law that it has to be neutral. Are we entering into a period of editorialised opinion-led news in the UK? There's definitely a movement in, the, in that direction. Um, and that's because there are those who would challenge your, your suggestion that uh, it, it's always been neutral. I mean, Ofcom is happy with the output of, of these channels, they, but they're operating within quite a sort of a wide margin. There are those particularly in, in politics, especially in government, who, who believe that there isn't enough plurality in television news. And 
the investors behind some of the, the projects we're seeing launched from particularly GB News and, and, and now Rupert Murdoch's Talk TV believe there's this underserved audience. They believe that there's room for opinionated news. They, they're looking at what's happening in radio where LBC has this sort of broad mix of, of opinionated programming and Rupert Murdoch's own uh, talk radio is very opinionated and they're looking to bring that into, into visual media and it's having uh, a massive knock on effect. It, it, it's shifting the range of products uh, available to the viewer and Culture Wars I think is having a big uh, part to play in this and, and there is uh, a will in some political circles to, to shift the, the axis of broadcast news more in the direction that we see in, in written news, in, in what was traditionally the newspaper industry, where there is a very different feel, where opinion is widespread, is integral to the offering, and where right-of-centre news is dominant. And that's the leader. We're back on Monday, where we'll be hosting a special show from London Tech Week. Join us at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.